Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Golly hell, we're back, we're here, we're queer, Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, we're in the showbriz studio, I got the fat man and the douche in the morning. How the hell are you? It's hot out, I'm sweaty, I'm gay, I'm covered in a film of jizz. By the way, uh, our newest addition here, a producer, I don't know what you are, a guy whose house we're in right now. He's a Jew. Alex, he's definitely a Jew, and by the way, he's a plugged-in Jew, I might add. Oh, he's, pl- he's analog. This guy knows every Jew ever. Yes. It's, it's crazy, but anyways, uh, it, he, he described it, this Alex character... <laughs> He's, I walked in the apartment. It's about 500 degrees in the apartment. I said, Jesus, it's hot as hell. Uh-huh. And then he responded, well, I got an icebox in the studio. And I got to say, I don't know what kind of icebox you own, but yeah, an ice cube wouldn't last five minutes in this thing. This is more like an old cooler you found on a boat. Yeah, it's a thing where the guy, when a guy hosts you and he puts the stuff in a cooler and he's like, it's in a cooler. And then you open the can and you're like, this isn't a cooler, you douche. It's not, it's not cold at all. No, it's kind of like the Seinfeld where he's like, does the heat even work in this car? And he's like, nah. Yeah. That's what it feels. This is a foam cooler, no ice. I do love a foam cooler, though. Anytime you're around a foam cooler, something's fun. You're, you're on a boat drinking, you're at a picnic, you're tubing. I love a foam cooler. I might add this probably an alcoholic within a within a... Putter oh, range oh. of of you, no doubt about it. I like the foam sound, yeah, like yeah. a nice little foam squeak. I'm down with a squeak, and I like when it the top fits just right. Yes, I get that OCD. You got to kind of match the little thumb imprints. Ah, like you, your dick. You foam them up, and uh, oh, I got a thumbprint. Oh yeah, that thumbprint's never going away. I realized I'm gonna no. die with a big brown peanut butter thumb cock. Well, when they when you die, they'll know it's yours. Good point. Well, hopefully it's still attached to me when I well, die. Who knows what'll happen? You never know. You get bobbited. That would be a bummer the way to die. By the way, Bobbit, a big piece of shit. Did we That's talk about I this hear. already? That's I watched I the documentary. That guy's garbage. She's a horrible human being. Well, he beat the hell out of the Lorena. Beat her, raped her, the whole nine. <laughs> and, raped uh, her? Weren't they married? Yeah, you can rape a married. What? We're friends. I can rape you. Maybe I'll get married. I love marriage. I don't care for rape, but... Well, I feel like a, a marriage rape, is that a worse rape or a better rape? I would say it's a worse rape. What? You'd rather be raped in a, in a wedlock than raped in the park? Yeah. Well, first of all, it's rape in the park thing. That's rare. That's a myth. That ain't no myth. It happens. It happens, but like it happens. Zeus happens. is a myth. Yeah, it happens occasionally, but like 97% of rape is someone you know. So watch out for Marill. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Those eyebrows are coming at me. But a marriage rape is bad because you've sworn to protect each other and all of a sudden ah. your husband's holding you down fucking you. That's a bummer. And you got to see him at, at the morning oatmeal the next day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Great diner. Nice you got a little mo going. <laughs> but, um, but you know, if you if you go on it, you're talking to a guy... <laughs> <laughs> Burn it up in here. I know it's well, about as hot as my asshole in here. This rape talk's getting me heated. Uh, but if you're if you're if you're hanging out with a guy at work who's yeah. got a you know he has got funky breath and a weird tie, and all of a sudden he rapes you, like I should have known. Uh-huh. Uh You know, still not your fault, rape victims. Sure, guy or girl. But it's a little more like Jesus. How did I not? Whatever. But your husband raping you—that's a real betrayal, to say the least. I agree, but let me throw in some. 
some perks. Yes. Of a husband or a wife raping you. I think they Percocets. Uh, that would help the rape. That's true. I think a Vika dick. All right. I Eesh. think um, you got you know what you're dealing with genital wise if you're getting raped by a uh, a spouse. I suppose. Okay. You know you're probably not. You might get AIDS if you get raped in the in the under a overpass. Yeah, I mean, let, let's be perfectly queer. Queer. Oh, that was Freudian. Ah, let's. We are perfectly queer. Can you be perfectly queer? Do you like occasionally you kiss a woman, so you kind of fucked up? Well, they called that a gold star gay. That you never touched a lady. Oh wow. Yeah, I'm a gold star gay. No kidding. Yeah. How about that? Well, anyways, I you know all rape is horrific, of course. I you know full sure. full disclosure here. We hate we're rape. Not, we're we're anti-raping. That's a good T-shirt. We hate rape. It's not bad. I feel like it might stir some. It's weird that that would cake. stir. It's who who could disagree? I know, but things stir. This is gonna stir. We're stirring. All right. Well, you gotta stir if you want the the cake to to rise. Yeah. Otherwise, the sauce will stick. Yes. Same I'm stirring. I'm stirring. All right. Okay. So wait. What were you gonna say? You get AIDS. Oh, I'm just saying there's a couple perks to being raped by your spouse. Yes. You know the genital situation. Mm -hmm. You're not getting AIDS, probably. And uh, I guess that's about it. You can, If you get divorced, maybe you get half the money. Ah! You're not getting half the money from a, a rando rape. That's a good point. Crackhead rape, no dough. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah, I think a high percentage of rapes come from people uh, you know, which is really jarring. It's it's almost the, the rape version of the gun. Mm. You know, most gunshot and wounds are from your own gun. Right, right. By the way, a pool, more dangerous than a gun. How so? Swimming pools kill more people a year than handguns. That's a real silly way to put it, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not pro gun. I don't have a gun or a pool. I know, but it's a it's a silly fact. If it's a fact. Like if you just said pool, poor people die in pools than guns, that's a, that's good. And what did I say? You said pools are more dangerous. Oh, sorry. I, didn't... I would say I, mean, I think that sounds a little bit like you read it off of a, uh, you know, NRA. Steve Bannon's fucking <laughs> bottle cap or whatever. Well, who cares where I read it? Well, the way you're putting it sounds a little weird. I mean, a gun certainly is more dangerous than a pool. Right. You can't you can bring a gun walk into a, a pool, you swim in a pool, you lay. A gun is a killing machine. Sure. That's more dangerous than a pool. You don't want to bring a pool to a gunfight. That's true. You don't want to bring a gun to a pool fight either. That's also true. I mean, you'd win. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's like saying, uh, you know, um, uh, rape is more fun than uh, balloons. Well, I just think we, we <laughs> certain, certain things are analogy. sexy, like sharks, cows kill more people a year than sharks. But we don't talk about cow killing because it's not sexy. When does a cow kill a person? Cows kill people all the time. Look it up, Brizzy. How so though? I'm, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not doubting you. I'm asking, how does a cow kill can, a person? They can kick every now and then. They charge. They ram. They, they have a stampede every now and then. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I guess because it, it gets more uh, ink because more people are in the ocean than are on farms. Aha! Uh -huh. It's much like Black Death. That's what I said. <laughs> Right? This is like the pool thing again. Bannon, NRA. Yeah. Well, that was funny because he said it the exact same way as though you hadn't said it that way. <laughs> right, right. He also said it was cool in here. So I don't know what's going on. That's with a old good point. Briz is it Brixel or Brizzle? Brizel? Brizel. So Briz. Ah, okay. Briz. Yes. But uh, I would say uh, I'd rather my kid in a pool than playing with a gun. Well, the gun could be not loaded. I and suppose. the pool is always loaded. Well, you could say the pool is empty in that case. Yeah, but who's playing an empty pool? Maybe a skateboard. Skateboards. Dogtown. Sure. That's dangerous. Yes. Did it for years. Broke many bones. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
Well, they're all, it's all dangerous. I mean, walking across the street is dangerous, a car, but uh, yep, yep. I just hate these arguments. It sounds like one of those ones where it's like a pencil can kill a person too. And you're like, okay, great. You can sure. kill someone with a pencil, but let's be honest. Yeah. And like a pencil wasn't designed to kill a person. Right. Or nor, an nor a pool. The right. pool was designed for bathing in. Tell that to Phil Hartman. Did he die in a pool? I think he did. Didn't his wife kill him? I believe she did. In the pool? I think she hit him with a noodle. What? He couldn't out-strengthen her? Uh... I think he was on some perks. Remember hearing that why, that story about her earring is shaking in the intro? Because she was... Do you remember? They, ever hear that? Mm-mm. She was like... In his intro in SNL, they show all the people, and he's like at a restaurant. Uh-huh. And... Um, Oh, like the Phil Hartman. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. thing. And uh, her earring is swaying because she kept staring at the camera. She wanted to be on camera, too. And they're oh. like, hey, you can't be looking at the camera. This is his shot. Interesting. And she was like, ah, and like turned and then like they snapped it then. that That's a tell. Yeah, that was something. David Tell. Yeah, love him. Yeah, he's good. He doesn't wear an earring. Now, can you imagine David Tell with an earring? Ugh. That's more dangerous than uh, a necklace. An earring. <laughs> I don't know. I was oh, with the oh, oh, I see. Choking? I guess. All right. I was just saying things. I got you. We'll cut this out. Um. Well, you've been in... When did you get back from uh, La La Land? I got back yesterday. I took the red eye, which never always seems like it's going to be good. Never good. Here's what I did. I took the red eye. No sleep. 10.25 p.m. flight. I took a Tylenol p.m. I was like, that way I'll fall asleep. I'll sleep on the plane. Totally. But here's what happened. I'm in regular old douchey coach because I yep. got my goddamn wife. You can't get upgraded when you got the wife with you. Oh, is that right? I'm not going right? to upgrade both of you. Can't you go without her? Or no, is... they don't even because it's one ticket. Ah. So I got to get her some stat. I'm trying to get her status. Yeah. I'm throwing miles her way and booking the flight, but she's, she's holding me back. She's coach raping. She's coach rape. Yes. Boy, Phil Jackson. <laughs> if you to get raped by a coach, who would you take? I'd go, uh, the what is it, Penn State. Paterno? The other guy. Oh, what is his name? Sandusky. Sandusky. Yeah, 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 that's that's coach rape. Well, yeah, it's, you get the headlines. Yes, it's like a shark murder. Yes, you're getting on the you're getting the paper. But the problem is, you go to jail, and you're gonna what's goose for the, good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, no, you're not going to jail. You're getting raped. Sandusky. He's in jail. That's what I'm saying. But you're not gonna go to jail. I'm saying when he goes to jail. Oh, I see. He's gonna get the old switcheroo. I thought you thought you go to jail if you get raped, and I thought I gotta I'm gonna blow your mind right here. <laughs> You get out of jail. That's a tough life. Man, can you imagine? Yeah. What are you in jail for? I got raped. <laughs> like, well, this is not your lucky day, son. <laughs> You're going back to jail. Yes. Uh, anyways, so I took the red eye. I took a Tylenol PM. Couldn't sleep on the plane. I'm just tossing and turning, but I took the Tylenol PM, so I'm drowsy. Ah. So now I'm drowsy and not sleep. I can't keep my eyes open, but I can't fall asleep. I know it too well. My back hurt. You ever had that thing where every inch of your back hurts? Yeah. Not just like a pain. You're like the whole thing. It feels like people are punching me in the shoulders and <laughs> the back. Yeah. And so I'm trying to curb the back, the whole thing. And we ha- I got the, the bathroom seats where it's like uh, there's no one in front of you. Oh You're right yeah. in front of the bathroom, but that feels like it's all these lights and shit smell and and there's this commotion. You're at Grand Central Station in the shitter. All kinds of commotion. It sucked. And so then I got home at 7:25 a.m. Jay. And then I have a mandolin lesson, my yeah. mando less at noon and I'm like, "All right, I'll sleep for 2 hours. I'll wake up, I'll go to mandolin." And then I had the thing where I was like, "I should cancel. I should not cancel. It's going to cost me $77. You oh, can't yeah. can- it's like a doctor. You can't cancel." I, I had a similar thing. Less than a day out, so I'm like, "I'll just sleep. Then I wake up. Should I cancel? I don't cancel." Finally, I wake up. It's 11 o'clock, and I'm like, I physically can't get out of bed. You know that feeling where you're mm-hmm. like, I can't do I physically am unable to. Yes. So now I cancel at 11, but she's in the middle of a lesson, so she never responds. 
Whenever you cancel, you want that response. Of course. You want that, don't sweat it. Of course, I get it, you know. Would she give you a pass or you got to pay? I got to pay, which I'm All fine right. with. At this point, I'm like, I'll pay five grand to not go to a goddamn mandolin lesson on 90 minutes sleep. I get it. But my point is, I'm not even getting the satisfaction of the cancel. Right. Because I keep checking the text, being like, ah, she hates me, she hates me. And now you're really not sleeping. Now there's no sleep, no no nothing until Brooklyn. And uh, so now I just get up. So I get out of the mandolin lesson, but I'm still just on no sleep. Yeah. Then I had to go, uh, this is all yesterday, I had to go do Bennington with Canner, which we were going to plug our apartment show, but that got canceled because they double booked us. Ah! So now we're just there for no reason. Other than it is fun, it was a great time. We had a good time, so that oh, was good. exciting. But, Bennington's the man. Oh, he's the best. And uh, we worked. I thought he was mad at me. It's a weird thing. And he was like, I love you. Don't be mad. Whatever. I thought he was mad. At, maybe I'll ask the same. Yeah, it's nice. Let me know if you get an I love you, because it was really touching. Ah, and I can't act, because if I don't get the I love you, I'm going to hate myself. Yeah, good point. But I won't do it. It's all dad. I just came from therapy. It's all this dad business. It's all Papa all, Roach. I want a man to say I love you. Mandolin. Yeah, I should have gone to that lesson. <laughs> you canceled. Your dad canceled yours. My mandolin hates me now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I did that. Then I had to go meet up with Tom Dustin, who was in town. He was doing the Anthony Cumia show. Wow, he's back. He was in town a couple weeks ago doing Ari's storytelling show, which was a great time at the stand. I'd like to hear about that. I know. I don't even think I talked about it on the I pod. I don't believe you did. I'm curious. A lot of questions. Well, because the same day, you went and met Seinfeld. Ah, that trumps uh, Ari. Sorry. I can't be like, hey, hey, I got to tell you about the stand opening in a couple weeks. You're Good out point. here banging dicks with Seinfeld. Yeah, both circumcised. Uh, so, any jizz. So, Tom was here a couple weeks ago. Ari did his storytelling show at the stand. It's not even open yet. Mm. Completely fresh. What what do you call that? Soft open. Yes. Soft asshole. Not renovated still. Yeah, and you went and got the tour. Oh, yeah. The club looks amazing. Folks, get ready, because the stand on 16th and Union Square. Yeah, something like that. It is going to be a doozy. Perfectly rectangle room, low searing. They have like these things, so it's going to be a bouncy, hot yep. situation. Long, wide stage, but yep. kind of short. The Mike D logo's there. Perfect low ceiling. There's going to be a lot of albums recorded there. I can already smell it. Oh, that club's going to be something big. Pizza oven, ton of pizza. I mean, this is going to be a special place, so get Two ready. rooms. Podcast room. It's in the middle of Union Square, heart of the city. It's This is this stand, I can't, I'm so glad we're a part of it. We should do a couple live apps there. Yeah, well, we got the Village Underground. Oh, they might be a little, so we might have to a little frosty. stay loyal over there. But we should definitely do stand-up comedy a lot there. Yes, yes. It's always tricky with these multiple clubs. I know. And the thing, but uh, I'm happy to be part of both of them. Yes. But anyways, we did that show. It was uh, Ari, Big J, Sean Patton, and then I was Ari asked me to do the show, and I said, what if I bring Tom Dustin down? Because we got this Key West story we tell. I've told the story before by myself, but I was like, it's a lot better when you have both people. Yes. Because if you got a story that involves two comics, why not have both the comics tell the story? And both funny dudes. Yes. So I appreciate that. So Ari said, yeah, come on down, you son of a bitch. So I brought down Tom. And now he gets a little nervous. He doesn't spend <laughs> a lot of time in New York. He's intimidated. Why? He puts it on a pedestal. He's one of the funniest cats on the gook. Get in there, Tommy. These people don't realize we got some of the best comics in the world, of course. Of course. But we got like 500 of the worst comics ever to even... They're not even comics. They're fucking... Just meatballs. Wait, what are you talking? Oh, oh, it's in New the York city. city. Oh, yeah. Well, more than 500. People are like, oh, I don't know. Dave Attell works right, there. Right, right. And you're like, yeah, but so does uh, fucking just bleep any of these names out. Beep, boop, beep, 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 boop, beep, beep. Yeah. I mean, that last one was clearly Gaffigan. But um, 
No, I'm kidding. He's one of the best, of course. We love you, Gaffy. Just felt like a long name. Um, he's been around lately again, which yeah, is exciting. Yeah, he's doing the pod scene. Yeah, maybe we can get him on. I guarantee we can get him on. Boy, he is so good. Anyways. Killer. Um, so anyways, I said, come on down. He comes down, and it's a big party feel. I mean, we went over there together. We did our pod. You, me, and Tom walked over there. I got a shitty bagel. Yep, and, bagel. Uh, just a killer show. Ari just packs them out. I mean, there was a line down the street and around the corner. And Amazing. Uh, People love Ari. Not sure why, but they love him. Yeah, I know him. I love him because I know him personally. Right. But if I just watched his art, I would hate him. Yeah, Ari Shafir. Yikes. Not great, but he's a mensch and a cute kid, and we love him. And uh, just, it's so cool to be part of that. It's not done yet. The stand's still, there's still mud on the floor. You know, there's wires hanging. It's something f- fun to be part of that, like, new beginning. Yes, yeah, sawdust, the whole situation. But mm-hmm. great show. Nothing nothing crazy happened. It was just a good show, and uh, we, 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 I feel like we really killed up there. All right. And uh, it's a great story, and everything hit. It always feels good. Everything hits yes. afterwards, and uh, went to the diner after, and great Great time. But anyway, so then Tom leaves the next day. He leaves his jacket and passport. We had to ship him the passport. <laughs> Now I need to get the jacket. So yesterday I do Bennington. I bring the jacket over to him. Then uh, my, my niece is in town for her New York trip. They don't uh-huh. go to D.C. We used to go to D.C. when we were kids. Now everyone goes to New York. All right. So I went over. I met her. I was running around on no sleep. But you feel like you're fucked up. Oh, it's the worst. I heard. I did a little Googling, and it said uh, if you're not sleep, if you go one day without sleep, it's the equivalent of being .10 blood alcohol. Oh. Uh-huh. Oh, how about that? Yeah, so I'm above the legal limit. So you're not sober anymore. It's kind of fun. I've said this before. I'm like, sometimes I'll just deprive myself of sleep just to be like, woo, feel yeah. a little kooky. But the only problem is it's a cranky fucked up. You're not like, yeah. whoa, let's get laid. You're like, ah, I hate everything. Yeah, yeah, I want to go to bed. Right. Which I felt that way a lot when I was drinking, too. Eh, good point. Good so what point. Can you do? But how are you doing? Are you back on the, on the wave? I feel good. I came home last night, went to bed at 1 a.m., took a Tylenol PM again, slept till 10 a.m. So I feel like I'm back. And then I went to therapy. That always helps for about 12 hours, and then I want to kill myself again. Sure, sure. But yeah. anywho, it was it was quite a journey. I was in LA, I did the Dr. Drew podcast, keep an ear and an eye out for that. That'll come out soon. And He's a good egg. Nice guy, and what a setup they got over there. Yeah, These they're podcasts. killing it. We LA. Got a, look at this. We got gray shit. I don't even know how to say his name. It's we, hot as fuck. Hot as balls. We got our uh, my phone's on a tripod with uh, set, with two books under it. We don't know what's going on. Yeah, it stinks. We stink. We're working on it, though. Go watch the fucking YouTube. Get on the Patreon so yeah. we can pay for some shit. Yes, yeah. I mean, the, I think... Oh, I got the, the Venmo. Thank you. Venmo? Didn't you Venmo me? Oh, oh, the Patreon. Yeah, business. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're ticking up slowly. Ticking. Tick. You guys are missing out if you're not on just the queef and the quoof and the quaff and the pods, the live eps. There's all kinds of goodies on there. I, I'm going to be quite honest. I'm going to put it right on you here. I think you're crazy <laughs> if you enjoy the show. You're not on. $3. We have yeah. the cheapest Patreon of any podcast. Right. It's too cheap. We're fucking idiots. So if you want to give us five or six, that would be ideal. But you won't even notice it missing out of your ACT. No, we won't even notice. And we got the new live episode up there with Ari and uh, Corinne and Chris Allen. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Yep, yep. And then uh, what else Tom is up Dustin there? Tom Dustin is up there Tom now, Dustin's up video. there. He tells a great story. All the video is up there. Full video episode. So. Yeah, we're cooking. Suck your own dick. Yeah, so you're back. You're sleep, uh, sleep-prived? I'm, I'm uh, Prived should be a word. You got deprived. Privy? Reprived. Is privy something? Privy, privy to that something. information. Yeah. Is that derivative of deprived? Maybe. Pri- privy parts. What the fuck does privy mean? Privy is like your 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 hip. I mean, I know what it means, but I like what is the what's the, the orientation? The, yes, yeah, the origin. Yeah, 
Yeah, interesting. Privy. Because it's du- double V, I think. Anything with an E on the end of it sounds like it comes from something else. Yes, yes. Probably from Boston. Wacky comes Yicky. from whack. No, that's not a good example. Kooky's from kook. Faggy comes from faggot. That's true. Right? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not that I condone such language. Just No, to... no. Just doing some word association. Yeah, it was the only faggy word I could come up with. <laughs> um, by the way, you don't hear faggy very much. I love days. faggy. Yeah, you hear fag still. Even faggot is kind of out because it feels very harsh. Oh, it's hard. The double G will kill you. Yeah, it's like the yeah, the N word is similar. Right. There's two G's in there. Even gangsters. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, Even just... bigot is a double G, and that mm, feels harsh the other way. Spigot. Spigot hurts a little. Yeah, that sounds like something. Yeah. But uh, faggy. You don't. Hear, I don't hear that much around, and I'm hanging out with people that use such language, and I don't hear that. Right. Right. Yeah. I like fag. I like this one. Remember this one? He's a little. Uh, uh, that's yes. gone too. If you're not watching at home, Mark is shaking his hand. Yes. Like Michael J. Fox. <laughs> or Muhammad Ali. Yes. Who's dead? Diversity. Uh, <laughs> Parkinson's. Uh, that doesn't seem so bad. Ah. Huh? Uh, I think it's a bummer. All right. Out Definitely of all of them. A bummer. I don't want MS. I'd rather Parky. Mm, MS is like you whittle away to nothing, right? Yes. The muscles kind of die. You're in a wheelchair. Parkinson's, you're, you're, you're shaking things up. You're the life of the party. You can't hold anything. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, it doesn't seem great because I've seen it up close. Like, yeah. I know a couple people with it, and uh, they're really wackadoo. <laughs> oh, I've never a, seen it in the flesh. Oh, it's something else. But I saw a guy one time, he was speaking, and he was all wackadoo, and then he did a thing where he was like, but if I really focus and get... You know, Zen, and he kind of like slowed it down. Whoa. It was like, mm. and it was like one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I was Whoa. like, God damn. But then it made me feel like I'm like, well, why don't you just do that all the time? Well, probably it's like the force, you know, it takes <laughs> a second to really focus, I think. Right, right. But that's another point, point about Star Wars, which I'm not a fan of. Why, does, why isn't he just grabbing everything all the time? I, I, I just, uh, why doesn't he end life. the whole war? I know, I know. Get lay fingering chicks or click, move the clit. Yeah. Can't he just be like, and then have the whole emperor fucking pass out or whatever uh, and, you know, fuck him in the ass. I mean, it's an old hack joke, but it's like Superman when he picks up a car, he's like, ah! you're like, well, do you have the strength or do you not have the strength? <laughs> you're like, which one is it? I never heard that. That's good. All right. I yeah, like something. That. that could be something. Yeah, but Seinfeld I, will like it. Oh, yeah. Still waiting on that lunch, Jer. But uh, I feel like with Parkinson's, there's a ton of built-in jokes, like shaking or stirring. Come on, buddy. Take a look. You know, <laughs> everything. They got a million of them. So you want a disease that allows you the most jokes. Yes. That seems like a good thing. Yeah, cancer not funny, Parkinson's joke bag. Yeah, cancer's tough. Yeah. If it's lung, you can be like, put some deodorant on, I can't breathe over here. Oh, that yeah. could be something. I like That's that. Bad. This is I... fun, we should just, that should be a bonus, writing jokes for diseases, and then everyone with a disease can fuck their chemo money, you can give us the money. Right, right. Hey, you, you don't got, need it. You got AIDS, you go, hey, the phone's dropping, my T-cell phone is out All low right. cell service yeah That's yeah something. okay okay maybe we'll there, there's something with uh sickle cell in there sickle cell is dropping maybe that's better mm, that's pretty good all right i don't know what sickle cell is that's a black people disease oh. which we don't get is that right we I, just can't get it i think every now and then like one whitey will get it but i think it's mostly afro-americana which okay. uh, feels a little you know Discriminatory. Yeah, fuck you, sickle cell. How about some uh, love for the whites? Brutal. Hmm, what other diseases are there? Alzheimer's? Yeah, Alzheimer's. You can go, ah, I forgot to call you. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, those. That's fine. All right, well, All right. 
We got to move on to some other business. Yeah. What, what have you been up to? I got I got more stuff, but I feel like I've been saying too many okay, things. Okay, I got a couple of nuggets, but nothing nothing juicy. I mean, it's hard to follow those Seinfeld shoes. Ah, we got, we'll figure something out. All right, out. We'll, all right. We'll get off on a tangent. We, had, we yes. said faggy a bunch. That's something. That helps, and a lot of rape talk. Yeah, rape. Rape and fags. Uh, first of all, I just uh, want to give Jesus. a shout out. Uh, the show doesn't grow anymore. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, it's all on video for people to cut it up and put it on the news. But um, <laughs> we, uh, I, I want to give a shout out to comedy at the Carlson. Rochester was such a fun weekend. You know, I, I'm not saying we're 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 blowing up or anything, but every now and then they get a little, just a little tinge of success. You know, like the hotel one weekend is very nice. It's not a days in, and and then one show like sells out, so you get a little of that jizz. So every now and then you get a little bit of gook. Ah, jeez. You know, you get a little bit of niceness. And I just want to say the weather was perfect. Rochester, underrated town. Great club. Great crowds. We had a black Chris Allen open. He was killing it. The Mark, the owner, was super nice and took us out to dinner and everything. It was, just, it was a great weekend. No, flub, no flubs. Last time I was in Rochester was with you and Chris Allen. What was that? The week before my wedding, you guys came and visited. Oh, that's right. It was during Char Charlottesville. That's right, yes. Where he lives. And we had a lot of racial discussions. We did, in the parking lot. We got to the bottom of it, actually. I think we solved it. We did, we figured it out. So here's my clinker, though. Clink I'm, me up. I'm in Rochester, upstate New York, hour flight, maybe 47-minute flight. I got a nice, cushy 1 a.m.er, uh, or 1 p.m. flight. You know, you can sleep in a little. You don't have to rush to the airport. Wake up, do a, a phone or pod at 10 a.m., head to the airport, get there for 11.50. I'm way too early. Can't wait. Board the plane. It's going to be great. I'm going to be home at in Newark by 2 p.m., go right to my apartment, have the whole day on Sunday. The weather's great. Get on the plane. I got a leg room seat. Feeling good. Up, oh, we're going to be sitting here for 20 minutes. Mm. We're, uh, we, you know, we're backed up. You go, all right, 20 minutes, whatever. It's a 47-minute flight. Blow me. Praise Allah. Oh, well, looks like it's a maintenance issue. We got to wait for the part, but it's on its way. It's coming right now. All right, all right. Well, it's a 47-minute flight. Blow sure. me. Praise Allah. Oh, looks like we got to deboard the plane. Gah! Deboarding. It's such a thing. Because now you don't know if it's going to take off at all. Now, why are you deboarding? They just, they don't want... The, it's too much. The the, the the analog clock is ruined, or oh, the windshield geez. wipers are, are faulty, or the seat's not reclining. Something's all wrong with the plane. Doesn't it feel like this should be a thing of the past at some point? Exactly. And you didn't check that when the flight came in, you know. And party's like, look, it's an hour flight. Let's just fucking, let's just go for it. Right, right. You exactly. Know? How bad do we need that oil gauge? Yeah, even if we start dropping, just coast. Yes, coast. Get, get, me, near, get me to Westchester. I'll walk. <laughs> exactly. White Plains. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paramus. So now we're off the plane, and it's one of those shit shows where everybody's losing it. They're talking the poor desk guy. I feel for the desk guy. Yeah, it's not his plane, you know. But they just they hone in on him and they go, "What the hell? I got my daughter's graduation, and my son has got AIDS and sickle cell, and he's shaky and paranoid and all this." So, so they go, "Hey, sorry, sorry." And I see this, and I have a I have a fun idea. Okay. They go, "The plane's not taking off. Figure it out, folks." And I run. Everybody's yelling at this guy, so I run to the front gate. I go through security, through all that, through baggage claim, go back to the front gate, and I go right to the desk in the front. They're all yelling at the guy at the gate. I see. I'm at the front desk. So there's like two people in front of me. So I'm like, hey, this is pretty good. There was 800 people in that line. Here we go. So I noticed the the lady is giving a lot of no's. She's going, no, sorry, we can't do that. We can't do that. So I look on the board. I see, oh, there's a Delta flight leaving 
at three or something or four. Okay. I'm going to get on that. So I run to the Delta guy and I go, hey, man, can I just get on this flight? I'm with a United. It got canceled. He goes, no problem. Love a no problem. Yes. That's rare. It's usually just a no. I got a no problem. Nice guy. He's like, it's my last day. We chatted. He's a, he's a college kid. And I go, all right, just hold a seat for me. He goes, no problem. I run back and I get up to the desk and I go, can you put me on that Delta flight? And she goes, can't do it. I go, why not? She goes, it's full. And I go, well, I just talked to Sam over there, and he said it's not full. And she goes, really? And she hated me. Ah, uh, they don't expect you to do any research. Exactly. But why tell me it's full when it's not full? Because she doesn't want to deal with you. She wants to keep you on your, that flight. I guess, but that flight's canceled. I know, but she wants to keep you in the United Universe. Ah, uh, I guess that's it. So she calls Sam, so I just see him pick up the phone. She knows Sam? Well, they call each other. They got wow. a little uh, telephone business. Okay. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm saving the guy. We got a few seats left. Put them on. And she was like, all right. Now she's pissed. Ah. Like, why are you mad? I'm trying to make this work, you coos. Yeah, fuck you. What's her name? I, I didn't get it. She had hoop earrings. She was dicey. Sounds like a Beth. Fuck you, Beth. Beth, you twat. So Oops. now I'm out, now I'm on a Delta flight. Things are all right. I, I I I beat the rest of the group. You know they're all still arguing with this guy. That feels good. Got to go back through security. Whatever. Get to the Delta counter. Canceled. Oh my word. Canceled. Why there's, is it canceled? There's something wrong with the airport. They can't land, so oh, they're just canceling my everything. Word. So now I'm like mother of dick. So I don't know what to do. So they're going. All right, we're gonna have to put you in a hotel. You're gonna fly out in the morning. I'm like ah oh. shit. Rochester, by the way, a shithole. Shithole. No offense if you're living in Rochester. Yes. But you know, you know you live in a shithole. So now I'm 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 freaking out. Now I'm like, what am I gonna do? And the guy goes, All right, we got good news. We can get you to New York by like midnight. I'm like, God, I had sets that night, I had a mm -hmm. whole thing, it's brutal. So I go, let me try something. This is where I heard your your fat voice in my head. Thank you. I go down, I see Jet Blue. They got a bunch of flights in New York. I'm like, how are they? They're going to JFK. And I go, oh, interesting. Because Newark and LaGuardia are fucked. I don't know why. So I go to JetBlue and I go, hey, man, do you have a seat left on this thing? And he goes, we have one seat left. And I go, can I get it? And he goes, well, you got to get United to either switch you over or you got to pay for it. And I was like, well, what's it cost? And he goes, $260. And I go, ah. That seems high for Rochester. It well, like 11 bucks. The flight's in 20 minutes. I know, but still, these flight, these airlines, they fuck us all. Oh, they fuck. Just get me to ride. It's 20 minutes. You won't even notice me. I don't uh, want any I, food. Exactly. I'll, just, I'll, be, I'll lay in the aisle. Just I'll, let me sit in the cockpit. I'll be yeah, fine. Exactly. But they know they got you by the balls because it, it's right there. They know I, know I want it. But it's a, it's a horrible. I hate, I hate the whole thing. I hate the whole thing. So... It'll be fucked eventually. Like the way cabs got fucked, I think airlines will get fucked. They'll be like point. an Uber for planes. Yeah, it'll happen. Right. And it's like the post office. You guys suck because you got no competition. Maybe we should start it. All right. With the Jet Goo, the Tuesdays with Stories, Stories airline. Oh, yeah. You, you get free cum in the mouth and, uh, you know. Sure. Anal, whatever. I really want cum in my mouth. Apparently. It's a running gag here. Gag. <laughs> hey. All right. So. Uh, Suck the gag while you're running. So I call United, and it's one of those calls. He goes, you might want to give him a call, but call him now because we're about to take off. We're about to board. I was like, all right. So I call him, and of course they go, no, and I give him a little cunty lip. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, it's so weird. You cancel on me, but you can't help me out. They're like, well, we'll try to give you a Delta. I'm like, well, Delta got canceled, but I need to get home. I made up all this thing about my wife's got cancer and her baby's got AIDS. Right. And uh, she was like, I'm sorry, sir. So I got the credit. I got mm. the Delta credit, or a United credit. That's not bad. That's something. By the way, every story you have that's a nightmare starts with United. 
Yes, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I keep we're on repeat here. I hate United. Fuck you, United. You keep flying United. I know. I gotta I be your Delta. I'm just gonna start doing that. I'm gonna it's, pay the extra eight dollars and go Delta. We've had this nine times. You gotta I actually know. stop saying, start doing. Well, this is your voice again. Thank you. So I go back to the Jet Blue guy, and he's a nice guy. I had a fun moment. He's he's like dealing with me, but he's kind of like he's like about to get off work, and his friend comes up and he goes. Charlie, oh my God, I haven't seen you in years. Well, how was the bachelor party? And Charlie just shows him a picture of a naked stripper, and he's like, get that shit out of here. And it was a oh, fun wow. moment. Yeah. And I start laughing, and I go, you know what? Fuck it. I put the credit card down. I bought the flight. That's the way to be. I got home at 3.30, 4.30, whatever it was. Had the whole night left. And it's just, it's just money. It's gone, and it's fine. Yeah, and we're doing okay. There's never going to be a moment where you're going, ah, oh, if I had that $218 right now. That's I mean, there point. might be a moment. We might be homeless someday or whatever. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. But for the time being, there's nothing more valuable than being home. You're right. I you're thought right. that was the mandolin lesson. I'm like, I'll give you five grand. I, don't, I can't get out of bed. I want to sleep. That's a good point. It's you got to listen point. to that body. Yeah. In mind. So I had an awkward thing. I got to JFK. And uh, JFK, JFK to my apartment is harder than Rochester to JFK. Yeah, it's a haul. It's a fucking U-Haul. I had a weird moment. I said, fuck it, I'm going to take the A train, because I felt a little guilty about spending the money. Sure. I didn't want to get an Uber. So I got took the A, and I'm on the A, and I was texting you. Ah. And, I, you know, we, we like to write a little profanity. And I wrote the N-word Uh-oh. Uh, to you, as we do. And I look over, <laughs> and this black guy oh no saw it oh we're, we're doing the two two at the door mo- move you know we're both standing at the door i got one side he's got the other uh-huh. and i'm just boop, 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 beep, beep. and uh, a lot of exclamations i put the a not the er okay, okay. but he caught me and uh, he gave me a, a wild eye roll well you gotta say this is my black friend joe i thought about that but isn't that worse i'm calling it to a black guy i think it's less offensive to call a white guy the n-word well, first of all, you weren't calling me. You the N word, were you? You probably oh, was yeah, typing you guys were like, Hey, what's up, N word? Yeah, yeah, uh, it was one of those. Yeah. I think uh boy, I don't know. That's yeah. tricky. Call in. He gave me the eye roll. He seemed okay with it because he didn't know the situation, so I felt like I'm gonna leave him not knowing the situation. Mm. I don't wanna start giving him facts. But I think if you're calling somebody that over the phone, it's clearly a term of endearment. If you're talking about a third person, yeah. if you were saying that uh, that that Beth is the real N-word. Right, I agree, but I, I don't think he read I think I think a black guy just can sense uh, when the like word a, is near. It's like an alert. Yeah. Like a spidey sense. It, right. Rock spidery yes, sense. A widow. Black yes, widow. Black widow. Uh, I knew I forgot the black part. I knew widow. Made sense. Yeah, yeah. I got to say Black Widow. Can't forget the blacks. Damn it. Uh, or the Holocaust. True. And 9-11. I remember all those things. Don't forget the Alamo. Well, one's never forget, one's never again, I remembered. And then Alamo is never, wait. Remember. 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 Alamo is remember. Yes. 9-11 <laughs> is never forget. And then Holocaust is never again. Oh, okay. They're all a little shifty. Never again I don't care for because things happen. You can't just say never again. Well, you got to say we can't let that happen again. <laughs> sure. That's, that's the idea. I guess, but, you know, these kooks keep popping up. You know, Voss has, a like, a Star of David with Never Again on it. And then one time we were at the barbecue, and DePaulo goes, yeah, he got that up to featuring at the Stress Factory. Ah, that's great. That's <laughs> that was great. a good one. They gave it to him, is why we said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, after his set, they had to fucking put in Never Again. <laughs> Woo! Boy, you wonder why these guys are struggling. Uh, um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was the uh, N-word on a train. So, uh, you go. I've been hogging. N-word on a train. That sounds like a Hitchcock film. 
Uh, well, I was out in, uh, oh boy, I don't even know where to get going here. I was out in that, let me tell you this L.A. snippet, which is Give fun. it to me. I love the, uh, what do you call that? Uh, Tinseltown. Thank you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I use La La Land already. I need, oh, City of Angels. Ah, uh, City of Angels. I, I love uh, Los Angeles. I really yeah. do. It's a great city. Can we get the AC on? I might take my own life in here. I might take my pants off. Um, I'm really sticking to everything here. No big deal if not. Take my pants, please. We'll pause this. We'll pause this. <clears throat> All right. Pause well, I mean, unless you guys want to see want. the no, fans no, might want to see how the uh, T cells are made. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't fall. Is that how you normally do it? You have to get up I on the chair. My battery's dead on the remote. Oh wow. Is that the whole issue? I could have done that an hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know you guys were cooking. I didn't want to. Oh, we're we're cooking. We're cooking. Cooking. We're boiling. I think this is gonna. Make a difference. I think this thing is about to turn into a classic here. Yeah, yeah. This is like the Amistad. It feels good. All right. Never again. Um, <laughs> do they have one? Does Amistad have one? They need one. Never Amistad. No, nah, no. Nah, fuck. I'm uh, a little off to that. This came from therapy. I'm all giddy. Therapy will do it. Because therapy's like letting you get the garbage out, you know? So you, now you got an empty garbage can. But here's the problem. Don't you want to harness the post-therapy? Because within yes. 12 minutes, I'm back to hating myself. That's a, Everything that's he a bit. says, I'm like, okay, I feel great. I, I see it so clearly. And then yeah. a half hour later, I'm like, I, I got to take my own life. You know what it's like? You know when you work out, for that day, you're ripped. Yes. And then it just fizzles. Mm-hmm. So it's same with sex. Out. Right after you come, I'm like, I feel like a billion dollars. Yeah. And then I'm like, did I come too hard? Did I come too much? Is he mad at me? You right, know? right. I'm the opposite. After I come, I want to get out of there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. With myself and with a lady. Yeah. I have to stay. I'm married. Sure. I like her, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like. It's just my own. I, I'm just like, ah, I need to leave. Uh, I don't want to deal with anything. Yeah, it's hard. It's tricky. Life is tricky. But yeah. anyways, I was in uh, Los Angeles, and I did the Dr. Drew, which was fun. So then Tuesday, I like to have a day with nothing. Uh-huh. I got nothing planned. Sarah and I, we get up. We have breakfast. We stayed over in Sherman Oaks. Had a great time. Airb hiked around. No red roof in, or no, uh, no uh, Ramada. Ooh, wasn't bad. It wasn't I don't mind a Ramada. But it, we had been sleeping at my friend Derek's house for like five days. He's got two kids. We're waking up at six a.m. Yeah. We're sleeping on the floor. Brutal. So finally, he's like, I, I gotta fuck. I gotta, yes. I gotta go have a bed. <laughs> and, fuck these kids. Yeah. So they wouldn't let me. Yeah, that's, that's understandable. So, anyways, we go over there and uh, we go to the Los Feliz golf course, the little par three oh, from Swingers. Swingers, goofy. Yeah, and it's right down the street from uh, Chris Walsh, where I, where I normally stay, my dear friend. So Sarah and I are having a coffee, waiting for Chris Walsh to show up to golf. I'm sitting, I got a tea, she's got a coffee. I look up, I see a guy jogging up the street, and I notice the t-shirt is the Comedy Attic logo ah, from Bloomington, Indiana. And I it's a distinct it. logo with the stairs and the Sure. Thing. I go, that's a Comedy Attic. I think that's Comedy So I'm staring at the shirt. I realize it is Comedy Attic. I look up, and who is Take a guess who it is. New York comic, visiting L.A. I'm going to go Tom Takar. Tom Takar! Oh, you got it! Because he's from there, I think. You got it. Tom Takar. Wow. Is jog- randomly. He lives here in New York. What's he's just jogging up the street. And I go, whoa, 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 look at this. Hole in one. So he stops. I go, what are you up to? He goes, I'm jogging to the golf course. He's carrying one golf ball. Huh. Like, I'm jogging to this golf course. I go, well, we're going. Join us. Yes. So he said, and then I, I, see the, I see it in his eyes. I know that feeling of when you're like, you got a plan. Ah. You know me. I'm a, I'm a nut. So any kind of wrench, you're like, dad. It could be your three best friends in the world. You're I like, get it. I really have been looking forward to golfing by myself. So I did that. Then I thought I went too hard. 
Right. And I was like, right. if you don't want to, don't join. I mean, get out of here. Yes. I and then I could feel like he was like, well, you don't want me to come? And I was like, I really want you to come. Yeah. But if you don't want to come, don't come. That's comics in a nutshell. You can go all the way one way, then skid out the other way. We're just skidding neuroticies. Oh, there was skid marks in my pants. But uh, Mark. So he goes, what the hell? So he sits down, and then Chris Wallace joins us. And they're good because they're both close, dear friends that you can mix and match. There's no, yes. like, this guy coming, he's a bit of an ass. You know how you have to preface <laughs> right, people? Right. Yeah, yeah. There's certain friends we have that you gotta be like, he's cool, but he's yeah. gonna be scowling and yell at you, and he and he says retard a lot, whatever. Right. But that's a great quality in a guy, the mashable guy. You yes. can just throw him anywhere, you can put him in here, put him in there, yeah, yeah. Good, and good quality. Nice people. There's no way... Tom's going to swing, and Chris is going to be like, boy, what do you, fuck? what's your mother, a fucking piece of shit, whatever. Yeah, yeah, Parkinson's, whore. Yeah, so uh, we go, this is going to be great groups. We got a good foursome. We golf together. It's me, Sarah, Takar, Chris Walsh, and we're yucking it up. We're having some fun. We're having some good hits. Just a great time. My problem this week is all my stories are, uh, eh, it was really nice. <laughs> I got no, I got a flat tire, and my father hit me. Over well, life is horrible. Life is a struggle, as we said. A little nice, this is good. I think the, the kids will like it. Well, I did have a hospital situation. I want to hear about that. Ooh, wait a minute, wait, wait. I'm curious, where was Takar going? Did he blow off his aunt? He's jogging to the golf course. He's staying with his sister. But he was just going to play alone. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's not bad. Okay. I was worried you, you know, he missed a, meeting his ex-wife or something. No, no. He's going to golf by himself. Right. And I said, hey, join us there. Perfect. Uh, perfect. Where is he? Pakistani? Afghani? I have no I idea. He's half a pack. Indian. Yeah. Is it Indian? <sighs> Can't tell. Call in if you know. He's half. I don't think he's a full. Yeah. I don't know what he is. Takar. What is Takar generally, Briz? I think it might be Indian. T-H-A-K-K-A-R. He listens. He'll they'll tweet us, I think. We don't see race or whatever. Pakistani might, might be a Pakistani. Yeah, I don't know. He says it in his act, but I can't remember. Anyways, funny guy. Yeah, also known as Tom Brady, but that didn't take. Formally, yeah. But anyways, so we golf. But uh, I'm up in Seattle. First, I went to Seattle because I was going to see Brandy Carlisle, oh. one of my favorite artists. I think I'm wearing her shirt right now. Yeah, you got that right. She had a birthday show June 1st at the Gorge Amphitheater. Have you been to the Gorge? I have. It's it's stunning. It is spectacular out there in George Washington. Now, folks, if you're a fan of music and life and earth, get yourself a pair of tickets to a show, even oh, if it's yeah. a band you hate or whoever yeah. it is. Dave Matthews plays there every year and uh, Mumford and Sons. A lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, we went to the Brandy Carlisle show, and I had been there to visit once to check it out, but never for a show. Yeah. And uh, what a sight, what a time. Spectacular. It was Sarah and I. I was supposed to go with my friend Derek, who we talk about a lot, but his kid, Joey, same name as me. Sure. He got asthma, had to go to the hospital, so threw a whole wrench in the day. Uh Uh-oh. So he's in the hospital with the tubes and the business. Oh, wow. uh, He had a real attack, an AA. Yeah, yeah. He was hit hit with the shit, but uh, it was kind of fun, because by the time we got there, he's already been fixed or whatever. Oh, good. He's just there to, like, keep an eye on him, you know? So by the time you get there, you're like, this is just fun. I was whipping him around and blowing his nose and making him sit on my face. All the fun stuff you do with a kid. I'd be worried to, to fuck him up. You know, no. he's got asthma. You're throwing him around, throwing him up and down. He can't breathe. I think he was faking. I don't okay. know what was going on. But I was doing armpit farts, which I just did. It's a go-to. And this kid is just howling, laughing for four days straight. Oh, it's, a, it's a good move. But never one time. He didn't go, yeah, no, I know the armpit. I get it. Wow, just what a life. crying like he's got dog. They're, they're putting shots in his ass and yeah. cream on his eyes. And I'm just going, and he's like, ah! It was pretty amazing. <laughs> that is amazing, especially with comedy, because everything fades. Yeah, but he just kept going with it. And wow. then uh, what's interesting is a real fart, that's like hit or miss. 
Huh? I'm like, you're going to shit. Like, Listen to this thing. And I'm like, and he's like, ah, grow up. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I can't tell what's what with this guy. I but... kind of respect. He's got taste. He's got his own uh, comedy way. <laughs> yeah, he likes an armpit fart. So if you meet him, throw him an armpit fart. He'll love it. Yeah. But that go that gorge, though. I mean, it is breathtaking it's it's lunch i did some festival there and just the drive to the gorge was insane it's gorgeous yes well it's so pretty and it's in the summer we drove from seattle to uh out to moses lake they had a hotel so i got involved with the brandy carlisle group they put you all in one hotel oh you're in the group and you gotta see it's like you know you know there's like cliches or whatever where there's like for a reason mm-hmm. stereotypes it was me and Sarah and 100% lesbian women who all were wearing Birkenstocks and driving Subarus. There you go. I mean, like, dead on. Oh, Every yeah. single couple was wearing Birkenstocks. There was one big lady yep. and one kind of hot lady. Yep. And they all had Birkenstocks and Subarus. And I was like, this is hilarious. I mean, this is, like, dead on. Dead on. It's short hair, and probably they're probably all synced up, period-wise. Yeah, it was, like, 100% on. But we had a great time. They were all super nice, and uh, we went over there. Killer show. Killer. Really? It was amazing. Magical show. You should go see her. The whole thing. Blah, Sunset? blah, blah. Sunsetting. Oh, the whole thing. The gorge. Lunch. The sun shining. We had killer seats. We were 19 rows from the stage. Not center, but a little kicked over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, she played some great covers. She played, uh, you know, uh, John Denver Country Road. Ooh. And everyone's singing along with the sun and the ah, thing. Ah, magical. It was just a magical time. And then... Went back to Seattle and just hung out. It was great. The, I loved my, my niece and nephew. They're fun. I was whipping them around and having some fun. We had all kinds of birthday cake. Everyone got their own birthday cake. So we found uh, about 12 pounds. And I wonder if I'm any, reflexing. I wonder if any gal thought Sarah was like, hey, look at that Sarah lady. Like, I wonder if she was a hot oh, number. Oh, good point. Yeah. Well, one I of bet. the funnest parts was uh, in between the opener. They play all this ladies rock, you know, because Brandy's a real like ladies, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're playing all these hits, like "What's Love Got to Do with It" ah. and "Bobby McGee" by Janis. And we were all singing out in the crowd. It was really fun. I had some good bonding moments with these Subarus. You, you got no dyke eye or anything, no stink eye. I think there might have been some stink, but I'm singing along to all these ladies songs. So I think they were like, "He's ah, one of us." He's you know? in. He's a gay. But there was one guy. I hated this guy. He had a shirt. He was an old guy, and he's wearing Birkenstock. And he had a white shirt with an American flag with a peace symbol. Mm-hmm. And it said, uh, Donald Trump is a big, goofy, ignorant, <laughs> uh, dangerous man. It had it on both sides. Oh, uh, yeah. It just felt like, and I agree. That's a lot of words. It just felt though. like, get out of here, you fucking. It's so on the nose. Yeah, and you're then he trying. would do this thing. He would stand like this and kind of like look around <laughs> like that. And you're like, we all get it. And then he walks up, he would walk all the way up and down the aisle, and then he would just stand places. Like, you could tell he just wanted people to be like, hey, hey, right, right. And I'm just like, get out of here, you putts, you fucking. I'm like, it's for another time. We're trying to rock and roll here. Yeah, you nerd. Which I appreciate that uh, everyone else is just rocking and rolling. But I I do get nervous that I'm like, I'm straight whitey, I'm the devil, or whatever. Sure. Everyone was very welcoming, and then it doesn't hurt that I'm like, what? Love? And then I was fucking going nuts during Brandy. So it was fun and fine, and everyone gets along great. And all right. It's fun to go to big events with a lot of people because everyone's getting along fine. The internet, it's all internet. It's uh, all yeah. Twitter horse shit. People are bonding. People are in love. Twitter is a hate-fueled cesspool. I hate it. Don't tweet at me. Well, tweet at me nice things. I love it. I appreciate sure. it. But this, all this stuff, I'm a cuck, whatever the fuck. I know. Get lost, you fucking loser. Everybody's a kook and a nut. It gives them a personality, you know, I think, having something to hate. It gives them something. I might have one other thing. Uh, I think it's, that's, fuck, that might be it. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta tell you, I, 
So I got Chris Allen town, fat Chris Allen, mm-hmm. and I'm getting him some spots. I'm taking him around. I'm showing him the, the sites and whatnot. He did the pod. Did the pod, and uh, we're doing bananas this weekend. So, uh, you know, I'm just showing him a fun time in the Big Apple, and uh, we're hanging out at the cellar. And, you know, when you got a friend in town, you, you want you want to really bring out the red carpet. So sure. I got him on new jokes. You know, I'm like, he's doing five. Uh, I'm at the cellar hanging. I'm hanging later than I normally would. I usually do the spot and I leave. Uh-huh. You know, but with him, we got we got tahini and fucking hummus coming, and we're all hanging out. And it's great. But uh, finally, it's like two in the morning. I'm like, all right, we got to go home. I got to go home. He's got an 18 mile subway ride back to Brooklyn. We're walking past the Fat Black. This is two nights ago. The doors open. Sitting at the bar is Sam Marill hoisting a tequila. He goes, Get in here! Oh wow! And you're half like, "Hey, Sammy," but you're also like, "There goes, there goes sleeping." Yep. That's it. I'm, I've already had a couple beers. I'm going in here. One drink. One drink. All right, I'll have a drink. That turned into 17 drinks. Liz shows up. Now we're shit talking. We're slurring. We're spilling. We're bumping into each other. We got headlocks and noogies. That sounds like fun. It was a great time. The sun's coming up now. You know, and I'm like, ah, I got stuff to do in the morning. What was I thinking? But it was super fun, and I, it's crazy. We used to do that every night. Yeah. It's insane how we lived. Yeah. Well, that makes sense when you're in your 20s. You, I you guess. You rip it up a little bit. But, do we, I mean, I got to get up and tweet. I got to get up on Instagram. I got to get up and uh, write a joke. I got emails. I got a phone call. You know, but I guess we didn't have all that back then. No, I guess not. Or I didn't care. I didn't care, yeah. I don't care now. I get some problem. <laughs> but So... Now, me and Sam leave the bar at 5. I walk him to the train. Now we're talking to the train for three hours. You're talking to the train? We talk at the train. Oh. You know, like, oh, it's not here yet. Hang out with me till the train goes. All right, that's another 40 minutes. I thought you had peyote, and you're talking to the train. I've been there. Yeah, me too. I've ran a train. But uh, so eventually I get home. It's like 6.20, you know, and uh, the girlfriend's like, what's going on? You know, and she's got to be up in 10 minutes to go to the Equinox. So I'm like, ah, what am I doing with my life? You take 12 Tylenol. I took some CBD oil just to try to, you know, knock myself out. Sure. And I fall asleep at 7. You wake up at 3. Mm-hmm. You got I got therapy at 3.45, so I bolt to therapy. I'm like fat-faced, puffy, hungover. Nothing worse than being at therapy hungover because it's like, it's like you're there for that reason. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the reason I'm fucked up is because I drank, and now I'm drunk at therapy. But another side way of looking at it is that's the best time. That's the best place to be if you are hungover. That's a good point. That's yeah. better than, you know, barfing in your sister's asshole. Right. At least I'm trying to... I didn't cancel. I still went and right. I was trying to make it better. But yeah, he was uh, making fun of me, and that was fun. Uh, so then I did a podcast. But man, that, that no sleep, hangover, with shit to do, there's nothing worse. Yeah, it's not a great feeling. The anxiety goes through the roof. You, the insecurities go way up. Everything spikes. Well, the problem I always had was the only way to get out of the hangover is have a couple beers. Exactly. And then it stopped. I've talked about this before. I was hungover or drunk for 10 straight years. Yeah, yeah. Same. High school was like that. College was that. Yeah, it's an issue. I know. And they say every drink of alcohol hurts the body in some way. So you just think how much we hurt. Yeah, the body, and I still drink. I was listening to uh, Duff McKagan on uh, WTF. Highly recommend. Great listen. Guns and Rose? Yeah, but his uh, pancreas swole, swelled, swole? Swelled up? Swelled to the point, is the size of a football, and it erupted. Whoa. And like all his shit that you digest and shit in there just started spilling out all over his body. 
I guess it leaks down to his quads, like your legs what? hurt. He was like, die. He's like, something, kill me, fucking kill me. It and hurt. Then, like, luckily it went down and like it was like a miracle type of thing. Oh, he was 30. Yeah. What? Yeah, he just drank. That's how much he drank. Well, that, but that's the stuff. This is why it's tough getting sober sometimes because everyone that drinks to someone worse. Right. You're like, well, that guy's fucking, my pancreas isn't swollen. Yeah, he's a football. I'm more of a, you know, softball or yeah. tennis ball. And so you're, uh, you know, you're like, there's always somebody drinking work. But I listened to that. I was like, this is crazy. It made me feel good to not drink. Yeah, but yeah. It saved his life. And again, I'll still go drink. On the road, it's different, though, because you're, like, you're in a hotel. You can sleep in. You got nothing really to do. But when you're in the city, I feel like it, it, it hurt me more. Yeah, you want to have a life. You want to be want... kind of uh, domesticated. Yes, yes. So, yeah, that was it. But, man, did we put some tequila back. And, boy, that's why smoking weed is pretty good. I'm not good with the weed, but... Uh, you don't get hung over. But now it feels like, isn't there a weed that's like, a, I don't feel like drinking, but I want to feel like I had drink? There's like very specific weeds now. It might be a strand. Yes. The stand. Indica, subliminica, what's the indica? Ca- indigo girls? No, indica and sativa. Ah. Yes. A lot of people are wearing those at the concert. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sativas. Sativa, that's a black chick I fucked. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm back though. I'm back. I, it was like you had your sleepy day. I had my hungover day yesterday. Yeah, I was all fucked up, but it was fun. I feel I feel good to be back, and I'm trying to accept. I, I feel like I, I was talking to my therapist about this. I'm the victim of my own choices. I'm, mm. I, I'm like I'm on the road too much. I'm so tired of being on the road. I'm only home three days a week. But I got to start being like, yeah, I'm on the road. It's nice. Yeah, I'm yeah. home. It's nice to be home. And I go on the road, and that's nice. That's true. And you're doing cool shit. You're in L.A. You're at Dr. Drew's pod. You're doing the improv with this and that. I mean, you're at Brandy Carlisle at the Gorge. Yeah, it was pretty exciting. Very, very thrilling. I feel like I'm I'm taking a corner, though. I'm coming around. I was depressed for like three straight months. Yeah. Dr. Drew, I was talking to him about reflux. He's like, reflux isn't shit. What? He's like, you got anxiety. He's like, you got to figure out how to relax. He's like... And I was like, well, what about throat cancer? He's like, that's if you're smoking and drinking and have reflux for 10 years. He's like, ah, I'm not worried about you. So I had two different doctors that are like, ah, I'm not worried, you're fine. And these are two prestigious Jews. Famous here. doctors, yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to, I'm still doing the diet and staying healthy, but I think so much of it was panic and anxiety and anger. I got yes. all this anger. I'm trying to relax. The silent killer, that, that mental stress, it, it eats you alive. Yeah, I'm just walking around. I just want to fight everybody. You know that feeling? I got to oh, try yeah. to get it together. Yeah, yeah. Every now and then, you know, putting on some gloves and sparring might not be a bad idea. Yeah, I might have. I should spar my aunt or something. Yeah, you know? sure. Brazil will take a hit. Yeah, Brazil. I bet you. I bet you're toughish. No, I don't know why I said that. I, I could have told you that. Yeah. Uh, uh, it was a nice, nice idea. I don't know what time we started. By the way, we have no. What time did we start? Uh, the, what, all what I know is the second hand. Fifteen. Oh wow, five right. zero. We better make some stuff up. Oh geez. Uh, well, let's talk about. Uh, this is interesting. We talked about this. Well, this could be. A, I wanted to do this as a bit, so I don't want to just say. But what? You ever? Uh, why did we get educated on how to make women come? They do like sex education of like. That's a great idea. Here's a condom. Put a condom on, and but I'm like, we talked about this on the pod a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week. With the clit rubbing, no one told me you're supposed to stimulate the clit. Of course. Why didn't somebody say that? This is another one of your great ideas here, Fatty. I love it. I mean, like, literally, it was until my wife was like, I'm going to play with myself. And I was like, what? What are you, bored? I don't get it. Yeah. Then she starts rubbing her clit, and I'm like, "Am I? I was supposed to be doing that? And then I look back, I'm like, I've had sex with over nine women. Sure. Just kidding. And men. Way more than that. But I was like, I never touched any clits. 
I never touched what? a clit in my life. I was all clit. Nobody told me about the clit. I thought you just fucked and there was something inside. Oh, man. You, you never had a, a, like a high school girlfriend who made fun of you? No, I don't think they knew because no one's telling them either. Oh, girls are, they know, dude. They're up in there in the bathtub pouring that water on there with the legs spread since the 80s. Well, maybe they felt bad for me or something. They just yeah. thought I was retarded. But this is also why I've only fucked four women multiple times. I was all one and done. Right. And I think they were like, this guy doesn't know about clits. Interesting. But Never it, again. I have a theory. This is a good thing to do sexually. When you meet a woman, say, oh, you know what my thing is? I like to watch women masturbate. Yeah. Because ah. then you can see how they like it touched and rubbed. Yes. Because some do a circular, some are doing a back and forth, some are a vibrator, some are putting a thumb in their ass. I would argue a lot of girls I know, all that I go, do you watch porn? They say, I watch women on women. Mm. And I think it's because for... For once in their fucking life, they need to see somebody who knows how to work a vag. Right. It's almost like a, they need it. But I think that should be part of the education. They should of course. sit down and go, all right, here's what you got to do, boys. You got to, because that eating pussy, I always liked it. Yeah. But I was licking the hole and the taint and the nipple and the bush. I just lick bush. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I, am I doing it? I have yeah. no idea. Oh, yeah. I was licking thigh. But here's the thing. I, I was lucky enough to have the cunty high school girlfriend who gave me the, the whole rigmarole. And, uh... Also, you, I watch porn. I've Googled it. I've Googled how to stimulate the uh -huh. clip, which is like a nerdy thing, but I think it helped. But I think school sucks. They teach you how to do fucking algebra. I've never used... Get, change a tire, change the oil, write a check, open a savings account, uh, build a house, all that shit. Teach us that. Yeah, everyone made fun of the Votech kids. They thought they Ooh. were retarded. Vocational technical oh, schools. Oh, I never heard of Votech. That's like where you go in like a tech school. Yeah, like uh, uh, we kinda, we had a different name for that. Uh, cra um, not crap. Craft Services. No, Craft no. Mac and Cheese. No. Robert Craft. Uh, he's good. Lens crafters? No. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, trade school. Ah, uh, trade school. Trade Same school. thing. Tech okay, school. Tra yes. but trade school. I thought was like after high school. Yeah. There's, that's like a trade school. Oh, maybe we had like right. a technical high school, and then you could graduate that, and then go to trade school. Also, I guess. Well, it's funny because we all take all these big majors and whatever in high in college, but these plumbers and and carpenters. That's a big thing that AI can't do. AI can't plumb. You got a big turd in there. You need a guy with a little wherewithal. Mm. He's got eight wrenches going, and he's got some arm grease and a forearm hair. Right. I think that that's we we do this thing in society where we go, oh, those guys are beneath us. They're blue collar loser dorks. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. They're working with their hands. They're in there. They're doing shit we can't do. I did a little plumbing back in the day. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I got two uncles that are what they call. There's a journeyman. There's like a master. A apprentice. Apprent there's a journeyman, master, and a emperor. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, but my uncles are high up, but I went with them, and I would do a thing. And, really? Uh, yeah, this is occasionally. all news. Oh, I did some plumbing. I you did plumbed. a lot of stuff. I did some framing, some plumbing, some bartending, and uh, some... Framing? Who'd you frame? Rabbit? Uh, uh, um, great film, by the way. Great. Zemeckis. Bob Hoskins. That's right. Terrific. Although his accent comes out a few times. Please. That's pretty good. Not bad. That's all I got. I uh, got chicken. Who? Buck, 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 don't forget the tractor beam. Well, I do have more of a jet. I do the Jetsons. Oh, that's a, a tractor classic. beam. I can. Is that one? I think that was it. Uh, it kind of sounds like the beginning, like you're about to hear a Hendrix song. And then. 
Uh, but anyways, uh, I love it. Kids to clit. I clit, love it. Clit stim. Fuck vocational. How about vagcational? Ah, now we're talking. Nah. We should start a school. I love it. Get the click on women will be happier. Uh, men will get laid more. Uh, you know, this is this could save America. Yeah, let ladies call in, write in, tell us what you want us to do to your pussies, and uh... see you. You didn't tap the clit for a while. I was the opposite, where I went too hard because ah. I was the dumb dude going, "Oh, if this feels good, you should mash it and twist it and tweak it and rub it." Some like a mash, though. I've ah. seen. I've done some noodling where I'm kind of. Finagle it. Well, now I've admitted this, we know who we're talking about now because I never did it before. But I'm doing some light touching. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the lady takes over and is really in there. Like right. Pressure. I got, I'm not putting enough pressure. I thought a tease would be nice. Like a yeah. little tinkle, tinkle, dinkle. I think it depends on the, the clittle. Because, yes. uh, you know, I've, I've mushed and they, I've gotten yelled at for the mush. Like, what are you doing? Slow down. But then sometimes, this is how complex these cunts are. Mm -hmm. The vagina, cunts. not the women. Um, some of them, I'm in the beginning. They go, go soft, go, and then once you get riled up, they're like, hit it, baby. And I'm like, how uh... am I supposed to know when you want it ramped? So, ladies, I get it. We're idiots and we're dumb and we're gorillas and animals. But tell us, we'll we'll do. We want to please. You need the extra gear. Yes. Speaking of gear, I've always wanted in the movie in Back to the Future when, when the Libyans are chasing them. He's doing like 75, and then he's like, let's see if you bastards can do 90. And he goes, and he like does another gear. I'm like, what gear was that? Ah. Were you in third gear when you were doing 70 miles an hour? Maybe he had Nas. It's kind of like, da. I'm like, I don't think this. That's true. I don't know what that gear was there. <laughs> he's but got an extra gear. That's neither here nor there. Someone, some gearhead will write to me. Richard Gear. Uh, he's nice. Remember they got mad at him at 9-11? Oh, yeah. That and the fun. gerbil up the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fun. There's no need to get mad at that. No, no. Maybe, up there now. maybe the gerbil got upset. Well, let me tell you about some dates, if I may. Can Please. I tell you about a couple dates? Well, you I got have? some hot dates now, now that you're working the clit. I hope so. Well, this, uh, when, what day is it? Oh, tonight I'm at the Fat Black Pussycat with uh, Sarah Talamush, Greg Stone, and nice. you can come do that. And uh, next Tuesday I'm at the Fat Black Pussycat again, and uh, you can see me there. Uh, my buddy Johnny Beaner's in town. He's doing, you know him? I don't think Johnny I know Beaner? the bean, oh, bean head. Very funny comic. Anyways, and then uh, Skankfest, we're doing a live Tuesdays. That's Sunday. You got that right. Sunday the 23rd. We haven't plugged that at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, the tickets are sold. Okay, well, come see us. If you're yeah. going to Skankfest, Sunday, June 23rd, we'll be there. Providence Comedy Connection, June 27, 28, 29. Come on out for that, for God's sakes. And then Gotham Comedy Club, July Woo! 12th and 13th, right here in New York City. For the God's sakes, if you're in New York, come to this show. That's going to sell out. And then I got uh, just announced I'll be at Just for Laughs Comedy Festival in Montreal. I'm doing a couple of my own shows. I don't know which dates yet, but come up there. That'll be July 26, 27, 28 in Montreal. And then uh, August is a huge month. Side Splitters, Tampa, Denver Comedy Works, Acme in Minneapolis, Omaha Funny Bone. Come keep me company. I'm going to be sad out there on the road These a lot. These are great rooms, though. You're cooking on the on the road, fatty. Yeah. So come come by ComedianJoeList.com, Gotham Comedy Club, Montreal Comedy Festival, Tampa, Denver, Minneapolis, Omaha. Oh, I'm jealous. I wish I was going to Montreal. What I know. A me town. too. I want to do a live pod up there. I would love to do a live. I haven't been there. Maybe I... Piss somebody off in the old Canuck town. But uh, hey, I'm at a uh, DC draft house this weekend with Umar Khan. Fun room, fun city, fun group. Then I'm at uh, Salt Lake City 
at the Wise Guys. I'm at Buffalo Helium, Indianapolis Helium. I'm doing Cap City again, Denver, Sacramento Punchline, all on MarkNormanComedy.com. We got some hot stuff. We're cooking. I feel like we're in the zone. We got mentioned on Fighter and the Kid. You're on Rogan. I'm blowing sign. Things are cooking. So uh, hit the Patreon. A lot of queefs, a lot of live, a lot of fun. Tell some friends to go watch the YouTube. Clip yes. Get those YouTube clips going. I don't yes. know how you do it. We don't know how to do it. We don't know what we're doing. Go watch the YouTube. Spread it around. Retweet it. Fucking comment a bunch. Write, write horrible things on there Please. about somebody. I get. I want to get some news stories. Share it. Tell a gay. Come see us live. Vagcational. And uh, praise Allah. We love you. <laughs> <laughs>